Hello, beloved listeners, and welcome to Snake People at the Movies, film criticism by people who actually like film. Join us as we dive into movies we love, movies we respect, and movies we wish we could unsee. From the kids who would have let Vampire Colin Farrell drink their blood, it's Snapple at the Movies. I'm Ezra. I'm Maddie. And I'm Happy Helena. Halloween, everybody! Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Sorry for skipping out on y'all again, but in our defense, multiple Life things. Life comes at you fast, unfortunately. <laughs> It's, it's truly it's do. been quite a year in many kinds of ways. So, uh, but for those of you who didn't know, we did have a special uh, Steeple episode go up on the Patreon. So there is some Steeple content still. It's just, you know. It's very funny. You should go listen to it immediately. Yes. Agreed. I couldn't um, be there. But now. That's yeah, okay. It just means we're going to have to do it again when Helen is here. So which, once you oh, no. go subscribe to the Patreon, listen to it so you can find out what the format is, uh, you can look forward to us doing this again with Helena next mm-hmm. time. Yeah, because it is one of my favorite games to do. It is always funny. It's such a good time. And the other good news is that this is coming out early this week on actual Halloween to celebrate the holiday. So Yay. yeah, everything so, works out. Everything you know, if for out. whatever reason you're just vibing on Halloween by yourself because it's a fucking Tuesday night and <laughs> capitalism marches on, you can spend Halloween with us instead. Yeah, I will in fact be working on Halloween, which is just the pits. But I'm gonna that reeks. I'm so sorry. Um, also, if you're listening to this after Halloween, Halloween lasts until my birthday on November seventh. Uh, that's just the rule. It's true. <laughs> yep. So you get an extra week or so. Mm-hmm. Gratis. My goodness. Do uh, wanna, the other... do wanna... Sorry, go ahead. No, please. I was going to ask if we wanted to drop, jump into what we steep, so if you have other things to announce. Oh, I was going to say that we're this episode is about to give you a recommendation for if you're sticking around on Halloween. Of also a true. feature you can do. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be doing another remake rumble, but before we do that, what we steep. Yeah. Uh, who wants to start? I will get mine out of the way right uh, first because it's very short. My whole what we sneep is I have no fucking idea. I think I watched some Gravity Falls. Um, I started a new position at my job and also decided to make the fucking Howl coat from Howl's Moving Castle <laughs> myself for Halloween because I'm a crazy person. And uh, if I did anything else in the last like two and a half weeks, it has fallen directly out of my brain. Very fair. Voila. <laughs> Part of you wants to look on your letterbox and see if you marked anything down. I don't, I think I to. forgot to. I deep. think the only thing I can remember watching is the f- fucking one of the movies for tonight. So. <laughs> That's good. I'm so, also there we go. bad at letterboxed. I want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I will go next then. I've been kind of slacking on movies. Uh, I have a list of, like, things I wanted to watch for Halloween, and then just, like, life gets in the way, um, as they say. But, uh, what I have seen is I saw Stop Making Sense in theaters yeah. first time I've seen it, and, uh, so we're seeing it in a theater. So glad I went, and, my god, very good time. So good. Um, I finished Haunting of Bly Manor, which I liked and thought was good, but... I don't know, I'd rather watch Midnight Mass again mm-hmm. than go back to Blind Matter soon. God, it's so um, true. Yeah. Uh, I have more thoughts there, I think, but that's a different episode. <laughs> um, 
I watched Final Destination, the first one. I understand oh the jokes now. Um, <laughs> what a movie. Uh, I watched Trick or Treat from 2007. Very fun. Rewatched Over, Garden, uh, Over the Garden Wall for the season. Mm-hmm. My oh, best hell friend, yeah. my beloved. Um, I rewatched the original Silent Hill movie for reasons I cannot explain. Um, and had the many complicated feelings I have every time I watch that movie. I also uh, am now mostly caught up on the Saw series because I watched Jigsaw and Spiral parentheses from the Book of Saw, which is such a stupid fucking Wait, title. The, the book? The Book of Saw? The Book of yeah, Saw. It's, it's a Sorry, book it's now? Spi- spiral, colon, from the Book of Saw. But like, book oh, okay. like, oh, the oh, canon okay. of Saw. The lore of Saw. Yeah. That's what it, yeah. Not a literal book, it's, I'm assuming. And it made me laugh out loud twice in a way that they did not anticipate. <laughs> the dramatic oh, twist no. made me literally, like, howl with laughter. <laughs> um, as Exquisite, well as the, like, final shot right before a cut to credits. Like, the cut to credits made me shriek with laughter. <laughs> which I think is not what they were going for. So Perhaps for those not, of you, but, you know. thinking like, should I watch Spiral? You don't need to. It's real. No. I told you. <laughs> and I was like communicating what I heard from another it. guy, and you did it anyway, Matthew. <laughs> well, I was like, I gotta see them all. I gotta see them sure. all. So now I just need to see the new one. Okay, I need to see Saw Ten. Yeah. Uh, which I've seen. I've heard is actually pretty all right. So we'll so see. I the phrase Saw Ten so much. Like, yeah, I cannot even there's express too many how much them. I hate the phrase Saw 10. Uh, <laughs> not, I, not, uh, a, not a single one of them a musical Saw. No, not yet. I, I, meant, I meant that in terms of playing the musical Saw, but... Oh. Know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll see uh, myself out. <laughs> I rewatched Jeepers Creepers, which is always a fun movie and features your friend and mine, Justin Long, which mm-hmm. I forget every mm-hmm. time until I start watching it. And then I'm like, oh shit! There he is. <laughs> um, I rewatched Tremors, maybe my favorite favorite Kevin Bacon movie. Um, Fuck yeah! It's <laughs> a quiet place for yeehaw ass motherfuckers. I rewatched Attack of the Clones for no reason. Absolutely. Um, do you do you need a reason? I don't think no, you do. I don't think so. But it is odd that I just woke up and was like, "What if I watched Attack of the Clones?" That is funny. To be fair, uh, and then I watched this double feature: Fright Night 1985 and Fright Night 2011, which is our remake rumble for this uh, episode, which I'm I love very excited it. to get into. Um, <laughs> and then briefly, I played a lot of horror games instead of watching more movies. So I'll do a quick like: these are the games I've played. Uh, replayed Oxenfree, Alan Wake, and Alan Wake's weird, uh, American Nightmare because it is dropping as of recording tomorrow. Oh, but shit. But it'll have been out for a few days uh, by the time you hear this. Uh, Deathmark and NG. Uh, I finished Resident Evil 7 literally like an hour ago, um, <laughs> which I've been putting off forever. So everybody clap. I finally fucking finished Yay! that game. Nice work, Maddie. You did the thing. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, finally played this game called Anatomy, which is a little indie game about, like, the house as, like, a living being, which is very, very good. Do do always do always love a genus, Loki. Yep. That's good. So, highly recommend. You can find it on, like, itch.io. Uh, I think that's me. Whew! Okay. Hell yeah. 
Uh, let me just speed through this bad boy. I got sick again. Uh, so no. fuck that noise. Which was, and it actually Sorry, ended up being bud. worse than when I had COVID, which is very ironic. Uh, I'm just That's starting to, to shake it off now. But the point is, uh, I did a lot of stuff that I wouldn't have done otherwise. Um, but I also watched, I rewatched Halloween, the original Halloween. Uh, great. I watched the original Amityville horror movie because it's one of the DVDs that my mom found at a garage sale back home and sent to me randomly being like, do you want this? And I was like, I mean, never seen them. So we'll just, I'll have to watch them, I guess. So I watched that one. Didn't care for the original. I think it's not very good. It's very dull and not very scary. Um, but whatever. Uh, I watched Kiyoshi Kurosawa's Cure, which is really great and disturbing and sick and very very good uh i rewatched star wars the last jedi because i can it's good um as as is your right as is my um, right it's okay I'm, I'm not gonna fight with you on that one i'm just i just don't yeah, want to tell we you both randomly watched the star wars yeah i will say you, you posted like never the mind uh the last jedi is good and i remember posting on tumblr when it came out like the last jedi, jedi is good and i don't want to get in a fight with anyone about yeah, this, you, know, you were I'm right like, i'm glad to know all these years later that i was right you were correct um i mean there's some things here and there where i'm just like oh that doesn't quite work but like yeah. overall i'm like this is a very good movie actually um and i mean yeah we're prequel defenders sometimes so exactly like, that's exactly my my i beef, don't want to watch the last one ever again no though, terrible so. my beef with last jedi is ongoing but i also that's fine i'm not like the arbiter of good taste or good star wars movies well we can still have an episode on if we want to but we don't have to do that now that's not we that's not for we've tonight. had like two we've star had like wars we've had like so several have star wars third episodes one. there's like nine star I, wars movies so hey, like sneeple how come your mom's like you have so there's many more Star Wars episodes. I know. Well, technically, um, nine of the Skywalker saga. You know what I mean. We already talked about doing a like similar to what we did for our hundredth episode, where we put on a Star Wars movie and like talk over it. But I think we wanted to do Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, so. I, we don't I feel we like want we, to do I that feel like with just the prequels. For grand reasons, we have to do Revenge. We of the have Sith. to do Revenge like, of the Sith. That's our brand. Also, because I've been <laughs> yeah. needing to rewatch Revenge of the Sith because I got it on DVD. I know, me too. When I went to Portland last, so. Uh, anyway, uh, blah, 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 where anyway. was I? Um, oh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island and Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost. Every Halloween, <laughs> baby, double feature. Um, uh, so good. Uh, I also went to go see Stop Making Sense in the theaters at Cobble, Cobble Hill Cinemas. This was the first, nice. the first night that I was starting to feel, hmm, not so good. And I actually should not have gone because I was probably very sick at that time, but I didn't know it. So I went anyway and it was still great. So it was worth it. Um, I'm 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 kicking myself for not going when they had it at the Pickford. It's so I, I'm sure it'll be back around again someday. Oh, I'm I'm sure it will. I'm, I'm it's not like I missed my only chance, but I was like, oh, I really should have gone to see that. Yeah, it was fun. It was definitely very fun. Like to oh, yeah. notice uh, some things I hadn't noticed before. Um, I watched Rapture or Arabato, uh, which was very good and very gay. Um, it really do be like that. Uh, I rewatched Over the Garden Wall, of course. I rewatched Ginger Snaps, of course. Um, I rewatched Fright Night, which we're going to talk about tonight. Um, I watched The Black Cat, which is a pre-code horror movie. A lot of these I've been watching on the Criterion channel. So the Criterion channel is doing a pre-code horror series this month. So I watched that. Very, very good. Um, very disturbing and weird. Um, I watched Hexen, which is a uh, 1922 silent film documentary slash not. 
about witches. Uh, it's very good and very horny and just incredible, incredible images. You got to love it. Um, I watched Carnival of Souls, which is also very good. That was kind of a bucket list one. I rewatched the Friday Night Remake for tonight. I rewatched Casper because, of course, really unfortunate how hot Bill Pullman is in that movie. Um, I rewatched What We Do in the Shadows. I rewatched Shaun of the Dead. You know, if you know, you know. Um, and I watched Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight, which is the best movie ever. Uh, I watched that also on the Criterion Channel. It's part of their 90s horror series. It's fucking amazing. And I need everybody in I'm the world to, to see watch it. Now. it. Um, I have ne- never seen an, an episode of the original Tales from the Crypt before that I can remember. So I was aware of it, but I was going in completely, uh, you know, and boy, howdy, did I immediately just go, oh, my God, I love this. This is exactly for me. Um, Delightful. So good. And Billy Zane is just giving the performance of a lifetime. Uh, go on. I, I do. I do love Billy Zane. He's so good in this. It is kind of gross. It does get, you know, like pretty gross in terms of like the, the gore slash um, like horror stuff is very similar to a lot of the stuff you're going to see in the original Evil Dead kind of in terms of like effects more like Evil Dead 2 than the first one. Um but it's really funny and it's got like a really great it's like it's like a siege western but with demons okay like they're all trapped in a hotel that's been in, in like the middle of the desert and they're under siege from these demons and it's a little bunch Fuck of yes. like 90s character actors it's fucking amazing please watch it um and then last night i watched plan nine from outer space because this is one of the other dvds that my mom sent me which is notoriously a very, very bad film by the notoriously, infamously bad director, Edward Wood Jr. Um, I, first of all, I understood so much about Rocky Horror Picture Show um, <laughs> watching this movie. <laughs> like, I was like, whoa, okay, I get it. Excellent. Uh, second of all, yeah, I mean, it's bad. Like, it's pretty incompetent uh, in almost every respect. And it's, and it's frustrating because you can see, like, where the bones of it are like where he's cribbing from and what he was trying to do and it's because of that because it's just so sincere and because he clearly loves the genre and like loves the story he's trying to tell so much that i really can't hate it that much even though it is very bad um <laughs> like the writing and the acting especially i'm just like what's happening <laughs> like what is going it's like they found the most wooden line deliverers in Hollywood and we're like, why don't you come work on this movie that we're doing? It's crazy. <laughs> um, but I think it's really special and and lovely. Um, and, you know, okay, also because I was sick, I uh, rewatched a bunch of the Harry Potter movies. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, it's bad. Um, Look, not, none <laughs> of us can be held responsible for what we're doing when we're that fucking sick, dog. Yeah, and look, also, David Thewlis is really hot, and I can't, like, think critically about that. I'm sorry. It's just unfortunate. It's, I'm, I'm like, mad about it. He's hot. Every, every time, every time you specifically remind me of how <laughs> hot David Thewlis is, I'm like, I, hey. I'm like, get, go, go away. Remember how hot David Thewlis is? crazy wish i did um also the last thing that i did is i i started watching the um now canceled harry mason uh i don't know what we call like a reboot prequel remake thing they did on hbo that lasted for a couple of seasons with matthew reese 
Um, it's fucking great. Like it's really, 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 really great. <laughs> um, oh, hell yeah. So I'm kind of like, so of course it got canceled and I'm kind of just like, oh, well, great. Now I have all of these, all of this time to watch this show that's no longer on TV with Justin Kirk later on playing a closeted uh, a lawyer. Uh, so that's going to be fun for me. Um, anyway, everybody watch Cray Mason. Anyway, that's the end of that, I think. That's all I've watched. Nice. So I guess there's nothing, not to, nothing else to do but to talk about your friend right. and mine. Welcome, welcome to our second ever remake, Rumble, where we uh, pick a movie that has an original and a, at least one remake. Uh, probably someday we'll do a three-way cage match on this show. But for now, uh, we watch an original movie, we watch the remake, mm-hmm. and then we make them fight. <laughs> <laughs> fight, fight, fight. Remind me, because I don't think uh, I was... to the death, yeah. I don't think I was here for the last remake, Rumble. What was the first no. one you did again? So our first one we did was uh, Assault on Precinct 13. That's correct. That's right. Okay. Um, right. A movie that I did not realize had a remake until I got really excited because oh, yeah. I thought I found a DVD of it at the Value Village. Ah, uh, yes. Um, no. Spoilers, <laughs> listeners, I did not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, that was one that had a, a clear loser. Yeah, that one had a co-winner and a clear loser. I think this yeah. one is going to be a little bit of a tighter race. Yeah. Not it's so I think let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, let's get into let's it. Let's kick yeah. this door open. Well, um, let's just do it's it's welcome to Fright Night two thousand eleven with the steel chair. Yeah, um, Fright Night nineteen eighty five versus Fright Night yeah. two thousand eleven. Fright Night nineteen eighty five. Really briefly, just like yeah. directed by Tom Holland. Um, and Fright Night two thousand eleven. Why are there so many dudes named Tom Holland out there? Don't worry about it. It's not a conspiracy. It's not conspiracy. Have you ever seen them in the same room together? <laughs> nope. That's all I'm saying. Um, that's just, I can't think about this conspiracy theory right now. Uh, Fright Night 2011, directed <laughs> by Craig Gillespie. Uh, Gillespie um, the original Fright Night starring uh, Chris Randon, William, Wa- William Ragsdale, Amanda Beers, Roddy McDowell, the 2011 remake with the late Anton Yelchin, uh, uh, Imogen Poots, Tony Collette, Colin Farrell, and David Tennant, uh, and some other random people like fucking dave franco randomly who i forgot was in it i was just like was this guy in every single fucking movie in the early 2000s oh you know it you Um, had everybody had to pay like every studio had to pay their dave franco tax like a certain percentage of their movies had to contain dave franco they couldn't get made i will say i do prefer him to his brother at this point but like whenever he's there i'm just like oh what are you what are you doing um He's very good in uh, in. I don't think I know. I don't think I remember what Dave Franco looks like. Embarrassingly enough, that's totally valid. (laughs) I would also like to say before we get too deep into this, I was just poking around my desk and I I was like, oh, I have a necklace on my desk. That's weird. I normally keep them otherwise. This must be just something I randomly got Mm -hmm. from like a subscription box or something. It is a vampire one, and it does say "bite me." Oh, that's like really fucking funny. What fucking timing to just suddenly look down and be like, does that necklace say bite me on it? <laughs> sure does. Um, that feels like something the Colin Farrell version of Jerry would wear. Maybe. I am I'm I'm kicking I myself for wears a necklace, not having so, had time like... to rewatch the the remake on this one. I have seen that movie, it's mm-hmm. been a while. 
confession time. Everybody. Don't worry, um, we got you. Yeah, I, re- I, I remember the I remember the important parts, which so. is mostly um, David Tennant in leather pants and everything that Colin Farrell does. Yeah, it's a pro. Yeah. I literally I said this to you in the chat. I it was a bit embarrassing. I don't know if they're good priorities. When I was watching the remake and Colin Farrell showed up for the first time and he's like doing something in the yard or something, I was literally like, oh no! It's like, oh my god, he's. <laughs> He's wearing like a white tank top and jeans and he's dirty and he's got his hair slicked Dude, back. Dude, it's And he's bad. got that like, I'm really gonna fuck some shit up kind of energy. And I was like, oh no. Oh, he's really, it's yeah. really bad how hot he is. Like, he's movie. like, hi, I'm gonna fuck your mom. And I'm like, can I get in line? Can I? <laughs> yeah. Um, now, let me let me go back on our, our history or potential histories with these movies. Sure. I only saw the original Fright Night like a year or two ago i could double check but i don't really care to um so fairly recently overall i saw the uh remake like when it came out either like in college or around like the summer before college i'm trying to remember if it, it was one out? of those things that you and i saw together i feel came like out in 2011 we s- either and i'm like i saw it with either you or i saw it with emma bukowski yeah <laughs> and it's it could be both it could be it something could that been. like we we all because we spent a decent amount of time like hugging, hanging out with the three of us that summer yeah so it could be something that we all it also feels very much like a summer release let me just check the, it does let me check it does the release date on there on that bad boy the, yeah the, the original feels like a halloween like horror yes. kind of horror comedy movie the the remake does have a like we're doing halloween but it we're fucking um it has it has uh, to to borrow from Gravity Falls because that's the only thing that I've watched other than my roommate play a lot of Starfield. Um, is uh, which sidebar why they gotta make these open? I'm like, okay, I get an open world, but like, there's such a thing as too, there's such a thing as like too open of a world. Um, I will put a pin in that discussion. Um, the 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 the, the, the fucking remake has like summer ween vibes. Yeah, it's so it was August nineteenth, two thousand eleven. So. So Damn. it is very possible that that was something that we saw before we all went off to college. Yeah, I definitely saw um, it in theaters. I remember that very distinctly because I was yeah. like, oh. um, I so I, I might have and two, I can't I'm not think, sure. I like, this doesn't seem, I think I saw it before I went away. I think it was something where I bought a DVD of it, like, while I was at school. So, um, this is a... Anyway, the the long and short of it is, I was like, "Is this a Helen and Maddie saw it together movie?" Could have been, and it's. I think the answer is yes, yes, but that doesn't really matter. Anyway, the point is, um, a quick summation for those who haven't seen them: uh, vampires mm-hmm. basically is vampire moves in next door. Uh, teen boy who lives next door has a girlfriend and a single mom and a best friend. Uh, and ends up becoming suspicious of the person who lives next door is like, ah, is that a vampire? And it turns into vampire hunting shenanigans with the help of some kind of celebrity who has the, uh, is like rumored or has the kind of, um, what is the word I want here? Reputation. Thank you. The reputation of being like good with vampire hunting and obviously it turned out to be just someone who is like a regular dude mm-hmm. but gets wrapped up in it anyway yeah truly um, truly what if what if your new neighbor wanted to fuck your mom but also was a vampire and also wanted to fuck your girlfriend yeah uh, in both 
both movies. In bo- bo- yeah, they. I was. I. Re- I. I remembered the. Uh, the remake imperfectly because I remember watching. I was watching the original. I thought, oh, the the remake must have like some like less of this. You know, like Mm-mm. fully. It's just a different thirty something, maybe forty something adult man perving on a high schooler. Apparently, it does not. <laughs> No, it's just a different vibe. Yeah. Because the original has the vibe of, like, he has a portrait that looks almost exactly like the girlfriend. Um, And the vibe is, like, you look like a lost loved one. Which, uh, specifically, what is a trope when applied to, like, a teen girl or, like, a young girl is a trope that I very much do not like. And is also, I think, it always because it's a trope that is applied really frequently to Dracula adaptations. That is true. I know, right? They're they're, they're like, what if we did this in Dracula? And I'm like, why are you doing this in Dracula? Dracula has, like, a completely discreet set of shit going on. I'm very selective and very biased because I I don't like it in Coppola's Dracula very much. And I know that they do it for the exact same reason that they're doing it here. Chris Sarandon was the one who suggested this thing. He's like, oh, this makes him a, a tiny bit sympathetic because otherwise it doesn't seem like he has any reason for doing what he's doing and i'm like okay word that's but like also it's still creepy but but i don't mind it in this one even though it is very creepy because he's really hot and he sells it so hot it's it's infuriating yeah he's so hot and he's also a very good actor he is and still i still doesn't i don't i still don't pick up what he's putting down because it's like well i don't think that Makes him more sympathetic, necessarily. No, no, no. But, like... But I think, and um, I think, too, how it's handled in the original versus how it's handled in the movie. Like, I don't think I'm... I'm, I don't think I'm erasing anything. So, like, in the original, it's very much, like, show versus tell. In terms of, like, he's... Like, he sees this chick. He thinks that he looks like this person. They have this... They have the club scene where he's, like, seducing her. And it's, like... I'm watching that, and I'm like, this is uncomfortably hot, and... They spend a lot more time with that club scene in they the do. original movie than yeah. they do in the, the sequel. That man, and it's that very... man is just eye-fucking the camera the entire time he's on screen. Yeah, it's, he's <laughs> he's very much... It's, it's working, and it's very colorful, too. Like, it's filmed really well, but it's all very much, like, on camera, whereas in the remake, I feel like there's a lot, there's a lot more stuff in the script where he's talking about her and the way that he talks about her, the way that he talks about her being ripe, the way that he talks about her doing this stuff. Like, just just the way that people talked about... The way that people talk about Imogen Poots' character in the remake is just generally very weird, like, calling her a skank and saying that she's just, like, you know, doing all this stuff. And it's just, like... and But she doesn't give off this vibe... She just seems like a she's normal just like chick, a girl. and you're just like, oh, but she's obviously a skank. And you're just like, because she's, she's skinny she's, and attractive and blonde. Like, I think she's a popular girl. Yeah, the idea is she's popular, and therefore, <laughs> like the the nerd, the nerd best friend is like she's a skank. Yeah, and like yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, do I understand why I think that call they had called Farrell's character do the like she's ripe, and he he's saying sure. this about both. The girlfriend and the mom. Yes, the no, exactly. Time. And more ripe in and a way of like they, much... they want sex from me or they want, yes. you know, yeah. Which is, yeah. My it's... my plans have come to fruition as <laughs> yeah. opposed to whatever other weird shit's happening there. Yeah. And that scene takes place in a like a moment where it becomes very clear that, that Charlie, the protagonist, is aware that he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so I think that it's supposed to come off as a threat, like an I may yes. animalistic predator kind of threat, and like what you need to watch out for them parentheses specifically because like if you fuck around with me i'm going to get them Mm -hmm. which is like still gross right yeah Yeah. like it's still not good in it but in a vampire movie it like works a little better but still i was watching it and i was like i i was just like oh come on the remake's attitude towards women in general is just kind of like huh and like it's not like it's like progressive or anything in the remake in in the original but it's like it's no. it's still at least just like Amy is also a lot more like I don't want to use the word normal, but she's like just kind of more not like a popular girl. She's kind of like this friend that Charlie, a, a, a girl that Charlie is hanging out with, and it's more like yeah. she's like there's it, there's more weirdness about sex with that relationship, yeah. um, because like she's kind of like hesitant to do it, and he's like I am a teenage boy and I want to have sex um yeah it's so that plays that that like factors into what happens with jerry but i think yeah, there's, there's also an a, an interesting angle there where in the remake jerry is is like i am threatening these women because of their relationship to you charlie mm-hmm. as opposed to in the original where it sort of starts out that way, but he wants Amy for her own sake. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it's it has to do with her proximity to this other woman, but, like, the club scene is so, like, yeah, obviously he's almost, like, hypnotizing her, mm-hmm. but as it gets more reciprocal, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like his obsession with her becomes his weakness. Yeah. And it has nothing. Charlie's incidental at that point. Mm -hmm. He's annoying, but he's annoying because what Jerry wants is Amy. Yeah. Yeah. It's very similar to, I think, in some, well, this is going to lead into a larger discussion, probably the difference between uh, Ed's character in the remake and the original as well. And like, it happens very quickly in the remake. I totally forgot how quickly that happens. It's like very early on. Ed's like, there's a vampire living next door to you. And Charlie's like, no. And then Ed, like Jerry corners Ed and like turns him into a vampire already. And it's like, okay. And it seems like it's more like you're bothering me and you've discovered what I am. Um. Um. The action happens, I feel like the pace of the remake is way faster yeah. than the original. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a different, it's, I will say in the remake, uh, there's a move, there's a moment where Jerry says, like, thank you for bringing her to me. She makes me feel young again, mm-hmm. which feels like it's trying to, like, throw a bone back to the way it works in the original, which is, like, once again, I'm not excuse it's just like, which is, like, also it's like a weird throwaway line to be like, I don't know. I feel yeah. like they're trying to do something and it just doesn't quite work. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, there are, there are, there's moments where that it's, there's, I'm thinking specifically of when he like draws a line across his chest to bleed. Yeah. And she like goes to drink his blood. Mm. And I'm like, now, unfortunately I find Colin very, yeah, very, very attractive. Yeah. And like, I would let him turn me into a vampire <laughs> and do that, much like I would let uh, Chris Sarandon in the remake 
hypnotize me in the middle of a fucking dance club. Yeah, I don't care. Do it. It would have taken, like, a a minute fraction of the amount of effort that he puts into seducing her on that dance floor to get me. It would be be embarrassing. This movie would be over so quickly if I was in any of their shoes. I'd just be like, yep, sure, what do I do? Um, yeah. Take me. No, yeah. and I mean- but also, <laughs> no. Go ahead. There, there. I think the implication is that Charlie and Amy are like eighteen, like seventeen. Like mm-hmm. they're supposed to be older than Charlie yeah. and Amy are in the original. Yeah. So, but that doesn't make it less gross. Mm-hmm. It's still like pretty, like mm, yeah. And and I mean, this is. I don't know if this is changing topics in some way. The. The 2010s. I mean, we. It's so weird because the early 2010s, the 2010s in general, were so no homo. They were just so no homo about everything, and it's yeah. so crazy think to me. Think about Star Trek 2000. Think about the 2009 Star Trek movie. Oh, dude, I can't. Like the fucking epitome. I'm just of like yeah. late late aughts, early t- 2010s. J- like like absolute clinging death grip to the no homo <laughs> it's there's a uh, moment in the remake where like ed and charlie are wrestling in like a fight mm-hmm. and i do remember specifically that ed is like choking charlie out and he's like this is feeling he says something online it's like this is feeling pretty homo to me or i'm feeling pretty homo right now that movie has a lot of like weird homoerotic stuff for a 2010s movie and it is nowhere near the approximation of what's going on in the original but there are i do remember there are some modes where you're like what What? well we'll get to david Tennant Um, in a moment um but like (laughs) yes but like the the primary thing i remember about um, this movie david Tennant's leather pants i do just want to mention the the gay credentials of the 1980s movie i mean it is wild that a 2010s movie would be more homophobic than a movie made in the fucking 1980s. It's really but... not, though, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, <laughs> having it... watched a lot of both, I'm, like, somehow weirdly... <laughs> it's pretty... And... I don't know. I don't know. No, that's fair. It's... The 80s were incredibly homophobic. I mean, it, it, it was like that thing where, like, they're really homophobic, but, like, the the signals are different, I guess? No, that's yeah. fair. So it's, um... yeah... The the to go back to what you were talking about with Ed and where Ed gets turned like right away. Yeah. Uh and there's that's the other difference is that in the original Charlie's the one who's like, My neighbor's a vampire. Yeah. And Ed's like, dude, you're being nuts. And in the remake, it's Ed being like, My dude, he's a vampire. Charlie's like, You're being nuts. Mm-hmm. Um but but both of those scenes have this element of like you're different. Mm-hmm. And everyone makes fun of you because you're different and you can join me and not feel different anymore. Mm-hmm. And to, I, the reading of both those scenes to me was, especially the original, but also the remake too, had that element of like, oh, you're different, not because you're a nerd or because you're weird, but like, it's the you're different because you're gay. In the yeah. original? In the original especially, yeah. but I got, I there's a little bit of that. There's less of a vibe of that in the remake because they just had, didn't have time to set it up. But the end of the original or in the remake um, is like desperate <laughs> to get his best friend's attention back. Yeah. Um, and is like there's there's just this aura to both of them of like the the homoerotic like the homoeroticism of like vampirism of like join me and you won't yeah. feel mm-hmm. different anymore and you're yeah. different because you're gay i mean it reads can i just read something from 
the original script because I found the original screenplay yes, on here. I mean, literally, he's ah, like delightful. So I was like looking for that scene specifically. The original one to me reads. I mean, the way that it's filmed as well reads very much like a seduction. Um, yes, I, I yes. don't want to read too much into it, but yeah, Jerry says you have nothing to fear from me. In parentheses, it says in a voice like honey. Okay. Um, I understand what it's like being different, only they won't make fun of you anymore or beat you up. I'll see to that. All you have to do is take my hand. And Evil Ed slowly looks up at him through his tear-stained eyes to see Jerry staring down at him, his hand outstretched to him, a slight smile on his face, gentle, seductive, beguiling. Um, and he gives him his hand. Uh, this is a still the, the uh, screenplay. It's beautiful. Jerry's hand. Perfectly shaped with thin, elegant fingers, almost womanly, the nails impossibly long, perfectly shaped, tapering to five gleaming razor-sharp points. Evil Ed slowly reaches out and takes the vampire's hand. Jerry smiles down at him and slowly leans down, lifting him up into the last embrace Edward Thompson will ever know. Okay, sure. And in the movie, he, like, folds him into his He folds him into his arms. Girl. And, like, folds him into his arms away from the camera. Yeah. Kind of like a... So, like, like I said, like, there's very much less of that in the in the remake. I think there's still an element there, but in the original, it is I think it is very much a reading of like because you don't see much of of uh, evil in in the original, like at all. Um, so you like you get the idea that he's kind of a, like an occult weirdo, but it's not super there. Yeah, it's like, um, but but so like there is it's hard to do any other reading of that scene other than you're different and they bully you because of something else. Yeah, I mean in the remake it feels to me like they they spent as you said like they spend more time uh, even after Ed dies because going to happen that does happen like really quickly or Ed gets turned rather, um, like recapping charlie and ed's friendship and how charlie and ed fell out because ed feels like charlie didn't think he was cool anymore or because of something else regardless it it does read to me more like it didn't really i i personally didn't get a lot of like the difference between that like i felt it felt more to me like it does feel much more like a nerd thing but there is like um, it's like it's like trying to burst forth like a flower out of the snow is what the the, the homoeroticism in that movie is like it's like come on you're so it's, close yeah it's it it is very much trying and it feels like it's almost like somebody was or somehow it was honestly somebody probably was kind of pulling it back because of the era it was made in mm-hmm. i i said that like i think in my review or i said somewhere that like this is the only way a remake of this movie could have been made in 2011 like it's an extremely 2010s movie oh, absolutely and that is down to the like the way like the the gay shit is treated and like the way that like high school feels and the way that um, the high schoolers dress which was making me so oh not nostalgic for high school i was like get this <laughs> away from like, me. as someone who was a senior in 2011 Ugh. i graduated that that year i was like oh yeah brother i remember this <laughs> i remember that this is potent. exactly what it was like potent yeah yeah, in a way that was like not necessarily nostalgic, but like in a this this is this movie is throwing me back to that era, especially as someone who was a nerd watching some of that, like and thinking about like 
the whole videos me and my <laughs> friends used to make, <laughs> like dicking around. Like, you know, it was it was that same kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, in a way that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And and like I don't I'm not saying this as a benefit to the, the remake, but it's also like I don't know given the era of filmmaking it was made in, I don't real I cannot imagine the movie being as being a big release and being different than it was, honestly. Yeah. I don't think it would have probably made it through. I think the only the fact reason... that oh, David Tennant kisses uh, Anton Yelchin on the mouth. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, I feel like the only reason they let him get away with any of the stuff he's getting away with in that movie is because he's British. <laughs> and they're yeah. just yeah. like, well, you and know... he's the using his original accent, yeah. Um... But, like, I mean, I remember watching the trailers for this movie and being like, ugh, he looks so awful because they got him in this stupid wig and beard. It's like, it looks like, you know, it's got the long, like, Russell Brand hair. And then they go into the movie and he walks in, then he, like, takes it off. And he's just, like, walking around shirtless and leather pants for the entire thing with eyeliner. And I'm just like, With eyeliner and painted fingernails. And at one point he, like, grabs his crotch to adjust the leather pants. Like, he is going like hard I was... and you're like it's just like and he's got like jewelry and earrings <sighs> and he's drinking fucking like some gay ass fucking i forget exactly <laughs> what it is it's like oh it's midori he's drinking midori. like midori and he's standing um, on the way that he stands sometimes where it's just like girl and um that man has a really really hot girlfriend um, and so he's either bi or he's gay, because at one point she talks about him finishing too quick, and I'm like, yeah, no, you know. it could be that he just isn't into you, which is impossible, because she's Gorgeous. so hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, that man is not straight no. in that movie. He's done so um, much for us, David Tennant. We owe him everything, honestly. The fact that he ended up, and <sighs> Anton Yelchin is really, like, putting his... He is doing his goddamn he best. He's putting his full weight into that movie. He is really. I, w- um, I was thinking that to myself too. Like, obviously, I, I think Anton Yelchin was a very good actor, but I was like, this he is, doesn't yeah. need to be given the performance that he's giving in this movie. Like, he's really no, selling but it. He's like, he is. <laughs> yeah. He he really does a good job of playing the the gal. I forget her name, but the gal who plays Amy is also like oh, Imogen Poots doing pretty. It's like the. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, the three of them and call it, like, the four main characters, essentially, are all, like, really putting it, putting their work in to a Fright Night remake. Yeah. Um, Colin Farrell, despite the fact that he is saying, like, the dumbest, grossest shit you could ever imagine, is, like, one, kind of horrifying. And not in a, like, you're saying gross shit, like, gross inshell shit way, but in a way you're, like, oh, God. Yeah. And also is like the sexiest thing you've ever seen. He's ha- he's um, said apparently that this was the hardest character he ever had to play because he was like he doesn't have a soul, like he's soulless. He's just like this evil, and I can't find because he made because because Chris Random was like I need to find something sympathetic about this guy because I can't. I mean, I mean, I'm assuming that was what was going on because Colin Farrell ran into the same problem where he was like. This guy has got nothing redeemable about him. I, this is so hard for me to pull off. And it's like, well, you're probably only, you, I mean, you're, he's a very good actor, so it's a shame. He did it, though. He did it. I think he, yeah. But it's like, I, th- like I think you were cast because of how hot like, you are. But, you know, I mean, props on you for trying, but like. Yeah. 
Um, I think he says something about his character, like, at one point being, like, 400 years old. So imagine a guy being 400 years old and 400 years old of just, like, nothing Mm -hmm. in his heart. Yeah! Yeah. My god, that's impossible to do. And, you know, I think he does a pretty good job. And also, once again, we said it a million times, but, like, he's, I just... He's, yeah. It's fucked up how hot he he is. Yeah, he and Chris Randon both are, like distractingly attractive where there were points where I was like not paying attention to the movie and then was like oh right the movie, <laughs> the movie. Oh, I was focus. just looking the movie. at them <laughs> yeah. I've just been like staring into Chris Sarandon's fucking I eyes There's a mo- like, there are moments when I forget seconds. which is really funny because it's one of my favorite movies and I forget that he's Prince Humperdinck in The Princess Bride and I'm like oh right that's, that's happening right. you're supposed to forget that he's really hot in that movie because his character is so not sexy in that movie and it's so funny how he yeah. can just turn it on <laughs> just it's like Marilyn Monroe he can turn it on and off he just turn it on um, yep because he's so I, not sexy in that movie um oh no and then he and then in this movie he's like <clears throat> blinding yeah um I do think that the remake really needed a Billy Cole. Yeah, I, think it, I miss like, my boy. With the pace of the with the uh, with the pace of the remake, I think I can imagine like why they didn't. It would have been hard to also work up that like there's someone else living in, and also one like the no homoism of the 2010s is like how would they? Because in the original, like the mom is looking out the window and is like, "Oh, he yeah. doesn't live in Carpenter. With my luck, he's probably gay." Um. And then that gets played off as, like, I know he's not gay because he's got, like, this hot woman coming over or whatever. Um, And I'm like, I don't know how they would have tried to do something like that in the 2010s of, like... Yeah. There's, I have a roommate. I have, like, a roommate I bought a house with and, like, because I just... I mean, I cannot imagine, but like, it's, I think it still needed to do something. Yeah, I mean, again, just to touch on, as we kind of, I didn't get to fully cover the gay credentials of the original movie. Um, obviously, we have the right, thing going sorry. on with Billy Cole, um, which is just like what he's like. Jerry's familiar in this movie, kind. I guess um, I don't really know like, what hey, he what is. If, what if? What if Renfield, uh, yeah, was, he's a Renfield. extremely obvious blowjob, uh, fucking imagery? Yeah, um, <laughs> I, yeah, they never say what he's supposed to be. When he dies, he he like dissolves into a pile of goop, and that's kind of it. There's never yeah. any explanation of what kind of creature he's supposed to be. Goop reason, my but whole he's comment clearly on like that. a Renfield. Yeah, yeah. My whole comment on that was, uh, it's a bummer when your live-in boyfriend turns into Nickelodeon slime. It's a shame. Don't you hate to see it? Uh, but um, with the actors, anyway, uh, so Amanda Bierce, who played Amy, uh, has been an out lesbian since 1993. Um, Hell yeah, girl. She also apparently at cons, so she they gave her uh, fake uh, cleavage for when she's the vampire Amy at the end of the movie. And she brings them to cons and she's like, feel free to touch my breasts. But she holds like the fake breasts and stuff. So she's Um, Vincent Price, obviously, who was half the inspiration for Peter Vincent's character, um, who was also named after Peter Cushing. Uh, Vincent Price was bisexual. And so was Ronnie McDowell, who plays him in the original. And then Stephen Jeffries, who plays Ed, uh, is gay and also appeared in several gay pornographic films. So. It's just like, that's just kind of like a coincidence that it happened that way, but it's like, oh, and I don't know how much Peter Vincent in the original is implied to be uh, gay. Some people, I was like doing some reading beforehand and a lot of people, like people online on the internet 
uh, seem to think that it's implied. Um, I think he's he just off like you know, maybe older gay man living alone yeah, kind of sure. vibes. But it can also be Am I like misremembering? Older... Is he British or is he just like no, Am I, I think he's just. No, he just seems. It's like I. I think my brain was either like, man. okay, he's either he's either gay is or he British. Gay? Is, he, is, he, is he gay? Is he British? Um, <laughs> something so gay I don't or think European he, starts playing. British. He does because he does a. I remember. Um, <laughs> no, I, I believe the character is American. I mean, he does the, is British. I mean, he's Irish, the, but. Yeah, but I think he's, I think he's doing an American accent for this movie, if I recall. I cannot remember. Maybe not. Maybe that's why they let David Tennant keep his his natural accent. I like just yeah. watched that movie and I already yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm totally blanking. Um, because he's such a natural. I know for the Fright Night bit, he does the Welcome to Fright Welcome. Night. Yeah, uh, kind he of might, thing. I think he might just be doing sort of like a Mid Atlantic. Yeah. Hang on. I gotta, I gotta confirm this kind for, of a thing. For real. I think, I think it's, I think you could. I understand why people are reading that way, but I don't know that the film itself is going out of its way to be like this guy is gay. Yeah. No. Not I th- really. I think that there's one because we know what it looks like when they're going out of the way to be like this guy is bisexual in a threatening way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but also someone was like, oh, it's like Jerry and, and Peter are like fighting for Charlie's, you know, two sides of Charlie's soul or whatever. And like one of them, I'm just like, but they're both gay then in that case. So I just don't, I mean, I don't understand. I, don't, I mean, maybe, I guess you could read the movie like that. I also don't think in the, are they talking about in the remake or the original? In the original, in the original. Because I think in the original, that's not the case. And Peter is very much, even more so than in the remake, is very much like, I don't want to do this. I'm afraid. Like, I'm terrified of facing an actual vampire. And Charlie is basically bringing him in by the scruff of his neck to be like, okay, man, like, let's fucking do this. Um, Not fully. Like, Peter does eventually, like, say to himself, like, okay, like, at the very end is like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, we're going to follow through. But he is, like, obviously very afraid of vampires. I don't think there's, if anything, it's like... He literally tries to skip town on them. Yeah. To, like, like get away from this. I would not this. say Peter and, and Jerry are fighting for two sides of Charlie's soul. I would like, not say that that also, is the case. Also, I don't think that Jerry has... I don't think there's ever really any danger of charlie getting seduced especially yeah. not in the original i don't really again like i said i didn't get a chance to not really in the remake it's it's not that i don't think that's ever part of the stakes of this no. movie no. i no. think that there are it's like a you know it's like a what's gonna happen to amy what happened to my weird friend what's gonna happen to my mom is he going to kill me yes but I, it's I the think like it, yeah it's a it's a threat to he sees charlie as like a you're in my way and i every time like every night of the movie essentially charlie's trying to figure out another way to not die mm-hmm. yeah he because that is he's a threat he's like he needs to be taken out of the way Roddy McDowell is English in this. We just like okay. totally went out of my brain. Okay. Um, 
but yeah yeah i think i think what people are re- people are like oh he's got to be gay i'm like no he's just british he's just british no he's just english <laughs> yeah a little bit, little bit <laughs> like he's, he's 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 just he's just english in that way that like he's it's not even that he's particularly posh it's just that american sensibilities tend to conflate mm-hmm. the two and also just... he's an actor and he's like a yeah. very dramatic actor mm-hmm. and that reads as as gay yeah. sometimes especially in older movies but he's just he's just very like he he just plays his part up very well and it's just it's just very like I'm I'm putting on a show for you. He's he's one of those actors that does like TV horror movies that like he strings together for for like TV. Hey, of um, course he's dramatic. Remember it's, when, it's remember campy. when Alan Cumming used to introduce a masterpiece mystery vividly? Another bisexual <laughs> icon. Oh yeah. Well, no, he now I'm just do... now I'm just imagining a remake of but where um. Peter Vincent is played by Alan Cumming. Oh, so good. He, you know, he used to do all of the uh, intros when Endeavor was on. So, and, you know, he has natural yes. Scottish accents. So he'd always oh, go, that's right. Endeavor. And we were like, Endeavor! Uh, yes! We're I, ready! I, I forgot. Um, yeah, I miss those days. Uh, it was He was those right after... Well, I guess he was co-current to... Laura Linney would do the introductions for the regular Masterpiece Theater. Um, which is now called Masterpiece, I guess, or it's just something else. I don't know. I think it's anyway. just called Masterpiece. Oh, Sorry. branding. Part, part, pardon the pardon the fucking tangent as I just uh, yeah, tangent us? coming for a moment. What? That's crazy. This show? No. Me, me um, hot, skinny Scottish dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, David Tennant. David Tennant is so skinny. He's so skinny. Yeah, this movie. And just like, he's so skinny. And like, every single time I see him, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. That's a meet up. That flat ass. Um, it's really... No, no ass to speak of. Nothing, Absolutely nothing not. there. It's okay. A twig. I came to, That's okay. I came to terms with that a long time ago. Yeah, actually, I think I found this... Um, God, I wonder if I can find it really quickly. Uh, back when on Twitter you couldn't make these huge essays, I wrote a tweet that I couldn't publish about David Tennant in Fright Night because it was too long. Um, so I had to save it as a draft. I, I, you know, it's basically nothing that I haven't already said here. I wonder if it's uh, my gallery. Oh yeah, there it is. It's really fucking funny. I say it's like, and you can see the red where oh, it doesn't show up as red on there where it cut <laughs> off. And so you can't see that actually. <laughs> Uh, I said, it's like, you think you can survive Fright Night 2011 because trailer David Tennant looks absolute shit tier, like Russell Brand is a goddamn Disney villain, and then it's like, no, lol, that's just a costume, and he's looking like this for the rest of the movie, actually, just walking around in eyeliner and leather pants and doing the willowy anti-gender thing he does sometimes, and you have to, you have to Kermit if you're me. So... Some point when I started talking True. about the eyeliner, it was like you have to stop. It's like it was like just <laughs> just the the, the, the <laughs> finger no came way. down from on high. You were like, he does, it's like he that does... gif where she yeah. reaches over and pulls the pen. No, literally. Of... Yeah. yeah. Like, yep. Stop. Um, no nope. time. Time to stop posting. <laughs> you're like you're too horny. Yeah. And you need to. Stop. I remember that also, being an awakening for me think, specifically mm. that and also when he kisses Anton Yelchin yeah. in the mouth I was like that he does I also think there's an interesting thing here where Jerry in the remake like 
obviously has money, but he's not like, like you do see him get like dirty and disheveled and all this kind of stuff. And like, that's part of his like magnetism, but like, you never see Jerry in the original with the fucking hair out of place unless he's turning into like a vampire monster thing. It's yeah. there's just a different there's I, I just think it's an interesting almost like class threat vibe where you've got like you have like like what what is what is your your you know you're a teenage boy and in a, in a fucking Hamlet vein what is your now single mom like vulnerable to um which i don't have like an actual like coherent thought here i just think it's fascinating because like i was watching the the, the original thinking I think it's hilarious and an excellent character choice that my man is just walking around with this like bright red cashmere scarf <laughs> like all the time that is like it's always like perfectly arranged and he has this like unbelievably bizarre like blue leather trench coat which my roommate was like it's so ugly and I was like I'm not going to say out loud I would kill for that coat. Because I would, because I have questionable taste. But he makes taste it work. A, he makes it work. Also, I have questionable taste in a collection of colorful leather jackets. Um, but it gives him an hourglass figure, first of all. It, it so does. It down. has some serious fucking shoulder pads, which again, king shit. Um, I just, I just think it's it. It's interesting because he, he's he's like he's a predator, but part of the threat is that he's like he's so charming and he's so like normal seeming and yeah. he's so you know he, he, he but normal seeming but also like bougie kind yeah of. he's he's specifically bougie seeming as opposed to like a more of like a i have a worker he works uh specifically they say that he works construction on the strip at night yeah like a guy a guy who's made a fuck ton of money doing construction as one does from time to time as opposed to a guy who seems like he like invested in like microchips or inherited money and then invested it in microchips or some like fancy futuristic shit from 1985 i've just been reading the script for the 2011 version which seemed very different in many ways already obviously scripts change a lot during shooting but i just want to point out that the midori is in the script just throwing that out there of course but the kiss isn't because I was wondering to myself, God, oh, I kind of remember there being some fucking rumor or IMDb fact that like, oh, David Tennant improvised that. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like something I mean, that he would do. I don't know if that's true because I can't find any confirmation. I will say that it is not in the original shooting script, but so are a lot of things that looked not be in the original that, that made it into the uh the final product so but here's the thing is i believe that he would i do too it's the Look, problem i have faith that he would knowing what i know about him knowing what i know about david Tennant. <laughs> oh my close personal friend, close personal david friend david Tennant. Um, i'm also just thinking about drinking just unmixed midori now i'm not for me no not for me. No, I think he says in the movie like it tastes like ass, but I like can't get enough of it. Oh, or interesting! What an interesting turn <laughs> not, of phrase. <laughs> not that exactly, oh. but he says like 
He's, it's, I think he says you know, maybe, like, it, like, it tastes like piss, but I'm hooked or something. Okay, well. Which is not better. No. No, it's but, really not. I mean, you've got the shooting script up. You can look. Let me look and see what he says. You can see if I can find um, him. Yeah. These, Hel- these Helen, movies? are you about to do a control F for piss? Well, let's find the piss. <laughs> is the piss in it? Um, nope. Not yet. The movies are both... Like... I I love that these movies are both like a, a pulpy. The first yeah. one is definitely more campy yes. than the second one, but they're both like pulpy, weird vampire movies, and that's something I love, kind of no matter what. Um, and they're both like gross in different ways, and there's lots of like blood and stuff. Um, the first one has great practical effects. They're really well. They yes. really stand up. They're great. Specifically, the all of the vampire modeling is so fucking good, and the the extended sequence after Ed gets fucking impaled is like really quite upsetting. Um, yeah, it's really sad. The I was way like, he, oh like, man, yeah. this is awful. It goes on for a really long time, and the, the way that they yeah, and does. Peter's like. And Ronnie McDowell's like reaction to it is very just like, oh my gosh, just this is watching horrifying. this kid yeah. die. Uh, yeah, yeah, and knowing that he did it. Yeah. Um, um, the script, by the way, before we get any different. further, it says looks like pee. There oh, we go. Okay. That's what it is. Disappointing. You're right. Which he's um, not wrong. It kind of does. Yep. Although, listeners, if your pee is that color, you need to drink more water. You, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go see it. Also, see it. Also, probably maybe. go see a doctor because I think it's. I think Midori's green. Green. <laughs> like bright green. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So once again, if you genuinely pee that looks like Mountain Dew, go to a doctor. Go to a doctor. <laughs> like um, we're not medical professionals, but also. <laughs> uh. And yeah, in the remake, Ed dies um, because uh, Charlie stabs him through the heart. Mm-hmm. Also, the way the vampires die is very different, where they like burst into ashes, which is a trope I'm always kind of into, which is like you kill a vampire and they just burst into ashes. I think that's always fun. Mm-hmm. As a Buffy the Vampire Slayer loyalist, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, and instead of the like, I'm going to watch this kid die for like at least a couple minutes... Um, while he de-transforms from the wolf from the thing. I um, really, as soon as he did I was like, oh, I love John Carpenter's The <laughs> Thing. That do- this dog looks exactly like the dog from The Thing, but let's move on. Um, yeah, he, he like, b- like b- falls to his knees and, like, reaches up to his friend and says, like, it's okay, Charlie, it's okay. Which also was, like, that's sad. That's that sad. got me. Um, they're both they're both touching in different ways, I think, where it's like for for Peter Vincent Vampire Hunter, who was about ready to run to a different fucking country to get away from this shit. And instead he like kills a kid and realizes like now he has to kind of commit to the to the bit. He has to like he knows he has to follow through and like help save people versus mm-hmm. like I had to, I killed my best friend and he like freed me from the guilt of what i had to do well also we haven't talked about the fact that in this remake peter also has this weird backstory where he was 
His his parents yeah, were killed he, by vampires when he was a kid, and he ran away. Specifically, were killed by, by Colin Farrell. Yeah, that's like the yeah. only other Which moment I was in the kind movie. of unnecessary. Where I'm like, yeah, it's like why, why, but why can't he just be like a weirdo who's obsessed with the occult? Those people exist. Those people exist. Like, and they look like David Tennant. He also, yeah, he's a, he's like an occult magician on the. In, uh, like at the hard rock yeah. I think in the, yeah it's like, like it, it's not that deep um though it does lead to the line of like you have your mother's eyes and your father's name which does make me laugh yeah it's <laughs> that is very good. funny also a little bit like I'm just and like, also oh, like we're so close okay Gaylord we're so close to you two we're making so out close. and it would be so important to me visually but like it doesn't happen <laughs> I mean it is kind of this like, nice thing about like there's a guy you have you have trauma trauma you um you exploit it in yourself so you, you're like i have this thing that happened i can't talk about it i can't talk about it i'm gonna be a stage magician and make it look just like trashy and flashy and disgusting and and all of that stuff and um, make it about the thing that i'm afraid of yeah um instead of actually addressing it because the minute that he sees him again he tries to run away and you know that's interesting he has I a guess. safe room that he hides well, in. literally yeah um and that's how christopher mintz past loses an arm um cuts it off yep and also that's where he sees his like girlfriend or whatever like lying dead on the yeah. ground and like crumples to the ground and cries in his little bathroom david tenet yeah and you're just like yeah um, i mean you're so good at emoting yeah. that i care i guess yeah. Um, this movie has so many... I know we've already said this like 12 times, but my god, this movie has so many points where it's like, you should have really just gone for the gay shit. Really? If you were gonna if you were gonna get this close. Like, the, you have your mother's eyes? Yeah, like, what? That's not a thing that straight people say. <laughs> and also, he's got, like, a bunch of... They decide to go for... Instead of just, like, a, a Dracula thing where he's got a red field and he lives in the basement or whatever, that he's a specific type of vampire who built a family. Which, interesting, I wish they had spent, like, any more time digging into, like, what what kind of man does that who, like, has no soul but, like, is desperate to build a family. Mm -hmm. Oh, like Twilight? Mm. They, act, they do oh, the Twilight damn. The remake at the beginning, actually. They do. Because um, it was 2011. <laughs> yep. Uh, but I'm like, I I wish that, that I think this movie could have spent, there once again, no way that was going to happen. This is a 2011 pulpy action horror movie. They were not going to nudge open the door and spend more time on the, like, why does Colin Feller, why does Jerry do what he does? Mm -hmm. Um but also, like, I would have loved to see any kind of scene where he tries to convince David Tennant to join the family or something. Like, I have your parents here with us. Like, you you could be one of us as the vampires crawl. Because the vampires like, are... He is already turning. He's already turning. He's already in the process of turning. He's already turning. Because the other vampires all were, like, piled on top of him. And it's, like, just, like, there was... Easily could have just been, like, a just let it go. Just join us. Yeah. Um, I I like I could write this scene right now. Give me five minutes. Yeah, I'll open Google Docs. Do it. I could have written this and said this, and they could add it as an extra scene. It's not hard. It's very sexy because it's like they start open. They're in the like the the cellar basically, and they start opening the like letting sunlight in the basically. floorboards. And so, to let sunlight and in. And David's like, oh, like David Tennant's like smoking. 
Um, David Tennant, Peter. Because um, he's turning. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what he yeah. says. Like, I'm like, I, either he says I'm smoking or Charlie says you're smoking. He does. And he, says I'm, I, smoking. he says I'm smoking. And Jerry I'm says smoking. you're turning. Uh, you know, and it's like, okay, let's take that to the next step. The yes. archive of our own situation is with this movie. <laughs> probably not i thought good. about it i was like i thought about opening it up and i was like one it's gonna be disappointing two it's i don't want to go down that rabbit hole. i'm here for you i got you um i was also just noting that but, fright night 1985 has only 71 fix on archive of our own and uh 2011 has is. 612 so just give me a moment whoa oh yeah baby not expecting either most of them look like they're gonna be good omens crossovers surprise no! surprise well let's just see here anyway continue with your last thought um um no i was gonna say like if i had to pick a movie here if i had to pick a like what is <clears> the <throat> better movie the original yeah the original has less things there that i'm gonna complain about right yeah there's a lot of things that are really good there but Unlike in our last remake Rumble, where I was like, one of these movies sucks and I'm not gonna watch again, I still actually like the 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 remake. I do. I own it on DVD. I am very fond of it. They're, like it's a great movie to just like sit and like kick back at home and like have a laugh with and like just kind of enjoy and sometimes be like, Bleh. but. <laughs> You know, for the most part, be like, this is a fun, like, dick round action horror movie. Um, the part at the end where Amy's face shifts into the like, oh, vampire good. maw is still scary, like, every time. Uh, it's so nasty. Um, it's very, it's, it's gross, and it works. Like, at one point, Colin Farrell digs up a gas line and lights it on fire so he can destroy the house and then walks in and says, I don't need an invite if there's no home. Yeah, it's hot uh, when he does and that. It's very, that does fuck. And it's very <laughs> funny. Uh, and I love it. So it's like, you know, if I have to pick a winner here, it's the original. Yeah. If you have to only watch one, watch the original. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're looking for a fun, like, I'm just hanging out on Halloween and I want to watch a goofy double feature... I think you could watch yeah. both. It's always good to watch, like, to do two, right? I, th I feel like I'm always really interested in how movies change and affect each other and are influenced by each other, right? And so it's, it is fun to watch them back to back, especially when they're direct remakes, or one's a direct remake of the other, and see what, what happens. I am also very clearly, like, pretty obviously from what we've said tonight, a bigger fan of the original. I think it's a better movie. I think there's more going on there, even subtextually, which is fun. I do like that. Um, I think it's cleverer. Yeah. I mean, the performances, I think, are slightly better from, like, Chris Ryan and Ronnie McDowell, specifically, and Amy Beers. Although, and not that I think that anybody in the remake is bad. It's, like, it's they're all no. serviceable. And, I, and as I said, Anton Yelchin and uh, David Tennant, specifically, are doing, like, way more than they need to be doing for this kind yeah, of movie. They're they're putting... <clears throat> I'm trying to decide if I'm going to cut this out or not. I was going to say they're putting their whole pussy into no, it. No, they are. Um, I have been thinking, I've been thinking that phrase uh, this entire time, right. and I didn't want to say it out loud because every single cool. time I do, I feel like I sound so awkward. No, I but say gonna, it all the yeah, time. So, just... But the two of them are no. putting their whole pussy into it. Whole and once again, like, pussy. Colin Farrell's got a difficult role to to deal with, and he's, he does a pretty good job like yeah. selling it because you think he's gross, and you think he's like, this guy is a nasty animal predator mm -hmm. um 
and that is what he is. Yeah. And he's selling it. Um, uh, I think Tony Collette is underused. Very much. She's she is barely used at all. Then they stuff her into a hospital room. Yeah. For the rest of the movie, and I'm like, what even happened? I remember watching it, and being like, wait, why is her head bleeding? Like, what happened? Is it because of the car crash? Like, they don't even address like what happened to, to for her to get injured. It's very weird. Like, you're gonna get Tony Clint like do something with her, yeah. but whatever. That's a whole other kettle of fish. Ezra, you were saying something, and I I I missed it before. Just now? Oh, I was just, I just uh, had to take a moment to think about uh, Colin Farrell and the best eyebrows on, like, any man. Truly. Like. Mm-hmm. I'm so jealous. They're, they're an instrument. Um, I mean, like, watching, yeah. I mean, anything that he's in, obviously. But especially in <laughs> rewatching In Bruges earlier this year, as I did, I'm just like, they are really just doing so much heavy lifting there, those for are him. some fucking load bearing eyebrows those are just some load bearing fucking weight lifting eyebrows and it's not like when i'm watching an actor like emma watson who's an eyebrow actor in the worst sense where it's just like i think i'm having a different emotion now so i'm gonna move my eyebrows up and down it's like no you're a teenager stop it um it's colin farrell's is like i have these this my face is beautiful and i have these beautiful eyebrows um, and now I'm gonna I'm either gonna break your heart or my ability. <laughs> Anytime I fill in my eyebrows, that is what I'm going for. That I feel. Is, I like, feel what like I'm trying to do. I feel I, like. I feel like you get there. Well, thank you. You have really very good eyebrows. That. I was like, I don't. I don't have quite the level of eyebrow, but like that is in my heart. That is always what I'm going for. Mine look thinner in real life than they do on camera, but I'm always very pleased with how they look on camera. I'm always like, yeah. They do look good on camera. I should start filling in my eyebrows. I think that would look good. I'm very proud of how they've grown back out. I used to, I like compulsively plucked my eyebrows for a long time as like a nervous tick thing. Um, But I feel like they look good. Beautiful. Ezra, what- This has been Eyebrow Talk with the- (laughs) What is your final thoughts on the two of these? I know you didn't get a chance to rewatch the remake, but- I think I, I think I'm I am, they're much the same where I, I like both of them. I think that the remake the 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 ways that it tries to kind of update things eh, don't are 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 pretty hit or miss um i do think it's i do think they're both just like a fun good time um i think they both don't take themselves super seriously which would be the total kiss of death for this kind of movie mm-hmm. um and also, uh, mo- mo- mostly, mostly, I just am like, I Chris is Chris Rand so hot, I can't so function. Hot. It's a great I, I'm, pair I'm of movies like, if you're attracted to men. Yeah, it I'll is a that. great pair of movies if you're attracted to men. If you're not attracted to men, I mean, I think still fun. The original still fun. I th- I'm not. Uh, Image of Hoots is very pretty. I'm not very um, attracted She's to her. Not really but my type. Amy, but Amanda Beers, like, I definitely. I'm 100%. She looks real She's fucking good in this movie. So beautiful. Yep, there are a lot of very hot people in this movie. Yeah. Honest to God, I hate I I hate that I'm about to say this. With my human mouth. Rodney McDowell looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. The 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 like the, the like high man. school theater level of gray hairspray in on that man yeah. aside. Um, he yeah, pretty good. Man, he's got some Remus Lupin vibes going on for sure. And also, I like, hate I, that you said I that like because that's what I was thinking the doing. whole fucking time, and I was like beating myself over the I head with just a fucking newspaper. Gotta speak the truth. 
<laughs> okay. Hold on. To to wrap this up, I have to say, because I told you guys that like the, the role that I would die to play in these movies is uh Evil Ed specifically. Yes. So like what do I have yes. to do to play that kind of role? Which if you had to pick a role in these movies, what would you what would be the pick? I mean, come on, it's gotta be Peter Vincent for me. It's respect. That's just character. I mean it's either Peter Vincent or um fucking Oh my god, what's his living? Oh, Billy Cole. Name? Billy Cole. I, it's it's either B- that or Billy Cole. And yeah, I also... I think for me it would either be Evil or it would be Jerry. Nice. But specifically, yeah. like... The, the, the six genders, the five genders. Yeah, the like... But I think it would have to specifically be Remake Jerry, where it's like, See, I'm kind of dirty. I feel like, like if I was gonna do Jerry, I would be doing original flavor. Yeah, two, I was like, we're two sides <laughs> yeah, of the same really coin are, here. Are we? I feel like I would be more likely to go with original Peter Vincent, mm-hmm. but I, I could go with either one. I'd be happy. Yeah, I think I would I also, also specifically do a like original Evil yeah. Ed. I think doing remake Evil Ed is too just too close to my actual. Uh life that i'm like i wouldn't even really be doing anything here whereas like evil in the original movie is like cackling and like really bizarre very weird i'm like that's very fun i have to say helena please take this with love if we were gonna do another remake of this you would make a really good charlie oh thank you (laughs) like that would be really fucking good i would happily play charlie he's he starts to annoy me at some point in the original but i gotta hand it to him he's really determined um i like him i that's the thing too is like i do like him more in the remake because i just love anton yelchin so much that yeah to agree. Agree. and it doesn't but help that like one, one out for anton yelchin what a loss yeah um it doesn't help that in the original one he starts getting like real like and i don't want to say nasty but like real like i'm i'm gonna go nuts about it about the vampire thing yeah. and two he's the teen boy trope of i'm pushing my girlfriend to have sex, yeah which is which like i never just really love there's a there's a point when they do the vampire test or like they they bring peter vincent to come to the vampire test and just like oh, the vampire test and charlie is just being so annoying about it that i'm just like even though i know Obviously, that Jerry is a vampire. I'm just like, God, leave. Like, get out of this man's house. You're so annoying. You gotta play it cool. Like, Charlie, you like, gotta play it cool. But also, be, yeah, like, exactly. as a teen boy. Like, so, you've like, been outplayed. Know when to concede the field. I do. Teens are kind of yeah. dumb. I don't know. I mean, I do like that he's, he thinks, like, I'm gonna call the police, which doesn't work. Uh, and in the original, they're that no, is in the, very funny. In the remake, they're just kind of like, oh, no, he does call the police on him in the remake, but it's less of a thing. But it's just kind of like... Because here's a woman screaming. Yeah, here's exactly. Here's a woman screaming and he calls the cops. And that's, like, reasonable. Yeah. And the second, like, he does that and the cops just leave, he's like, he doesn't try yeah. it again. He's like, he no, that's no not gonna way. work. What am I gonna tell him? You know? Uh, yeah, and the original, he's like, I saw him carry a, something into the back seat of his truck. And it's like, it, it was like a dead body. And they're like, where's the dead body? And Billy Cole's being an asshole. Um... So doesn't quite work. I do want to say too before we go. Um, Charlie and Jerry has sixty four fix on archive. Um, so don't know what's going on there. Okay. Um, I mean, I know exactly. I mean, what's going I get on it. There. No, I get it. But like, okay, Jerry and Peter. Only I have don't 22. necessarily need to go there. Exactly. Well, yeah, I know. Charlie and Peter have forty eight. <laughs> so, that doesn't surprise me at all. This doesn't no. shock me at all. Absolutely not. Uh, Donna Noble and Peter Vincent have 13. 
So there's that. That's very funny. Um, just <laughs> what a world. Putting that out there. There's some other stuff in here too. I'm seeing a. Uh, I'm seeing some stuff. I love, that I I don't love when I love when we have to do. This we, is all we remake, do this sort yeah. of. This is all the remake. Uh, there's a lot of crossover yeah. with Twilight and the Underworld of movies. Course. And fair. What? The the oh, and the Fantastic Beast movies because Colin Farrell is in that movie. So I guess that oh, makes sense right. to people. I was like, who is this character? I am the kind Forgot of person who always excludes crossovers when I search stuff on Me AO3, too. so I never get to see it. Sometimes, sometimes I have, like, a I don't want to read them, but sometimes I have sort of, like, a perverse interest in how weird they well, get. Well, sometimes you have yeah, to be careful, true. I find, because... If I'm looking just for kicks. If, I'm, if you're looking for something in Star Trek or in Sherlock Holmes, sometimes I do have to be careful because it'll exclude stuff that's, like, this is a fic within both of these universes and, and interpretations yeah. of these characters. There's, like, there's multiple iterations of this fandom. Exactly. But, yeah. I, I don't want to exclude stuff coming from Deep Space Nine into the original series fandom. You know what I mean? Um, but in this case, I'm not really interested in reading any Fantastic uh, Beast crossovers. This, this has been Archive of Our Own Talk with the game. Always got to check. Yeah. Um, a segment that we do on this podcast periodically, which I always think <laughs> yep. is very fun. Once in a while. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, remake Rumble. We all agree, uh, yeah. original wins. Fright Night, um, two thousand Fright Night, nineteen eighty five. Rather, nineteen eighty five. Fright chair. Night, nineteen eighty five. Yep. Come to the podium, accept the belt. Yep, yep. You get exactly. belts for wrestling, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, depending. Okay. Possibly. Um, but also, you know, I don't know if you want to have shit. a good time. You could also watch the yes. remake and we definitely. Not be mad about it. It's not like you shouldn't watch the remake. Whereas, whereas like with. The first time we did this, it was like, do not bother watching the remake of Assault on Precinct 13. Unless, like, I don't, I mean, there are circumstances under which you could. And, like, I love Ethan Hawke, and I still was like, that was kind of a waste of time. Yeah, yep. It's like the Mag 7 thing, again, the Ethan Hawke problem. Like, I haven't watched the Magnificent 7 remake, but I did see gift sets of I have. the other day, I and have. I was like, I have. wow. He's so good in it, he, and the rest of that movie sucks such shit. He looks actually not all of it. It's mostly just that fucking Chris Pratt is in yeah, it. Yeah, which but, automatically like brings down the property values. <laughs> no, I saw a gift set of Ethan Hawke in that movie, and I was like, he looks like he smells so bad, and he is so hot in this. Uh, I can't, I can't deal with it. Um, not, I don't know how I'm expected to handle this, old man. First, I just had to double check. I was like, am I thinking of somebody? I'm thinking of the wrong person in 310 to Yuma, because the 310 to Yuma that I've seen is the remake. Right. And yes. I was like, is it Ethan Hawke or is it somebody else? And I was just double checking and it's oh. Christian Bale. I don't know how I made that mistake. Chris Bale. I mean, they oh, got a similar beard going on in that. Yeah. They do have a um, similar facial hair situation happening. I also forgot that Alan Tudyk is in that fucking movie. Yeah, he's yeah, good. Yeah, he fucking is. Of course. I haven't great. seen um, that movie since it came Logan out. Logan Lerman is think- fucking amazing in that movie. Yeah, of course. I was gonna say we should do the next remake rumble. We do. We should. should be that's a good Yuma. one. Three ten to Yuma. I'd be into that. Yeah, yeah. We need to do it for three ten to. I Yuma. haven't seen the original, and I want to. <laughs> three ten to Yuma and for the thing, um, because yes, which can yes. be a tr- one of our triple features. Three the thing. Yeah. Oh god. Yep. Um. Second. Um, now I. Feel... Okay. Yeah. No. It's gone. It's okay. Anything now I'm just else? thinking. I know I'm now I'm just mad again because a while back I was like fuck I'm really pissed off that I want to rewatch the goddamn Magnificent Seven <laughs> remake because I love Ethan Hawke so much. They'd be like that. And then I, I was like don't do that. That's the devil's not real but that's the devil talking. <laughs> yeah. 
anyway. Oh, man. Yeah, you let's wanna, let's you want to take us out of here. Z? Let's let's sign out so I can go beat my head against my insane sewing project <laughs> some more. <laughs> oh, God's good. Thanks for hanging out with us here on Sneeple at the Movies from the Infinity Break Network. Check out infinitybreak.net for more awesome content, and come chat with us on the Infinity Break Discord. You can find it at bit.ly slash capital I infinity capital T talks. You can also shoot us an email at sneepleatthemovies at gmail.com. If you've got a subject you want to hear us talk about, a movie you think we absolutely need to see, or want to share your list of favorite vampire movies. Our Oscar-worthy music was done by Johnny Ronaldo, who you can find at Johnny Ronaldo on Twitter, and our glorious Technicolor logo was designed by Bethany Luthold. Check her out at bethanyluthold.wixsite.com. If you enjoyed listening, please leave us a review on iTunes and share the show with your friends, your enemies, and your partners in crime. As always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you at the movies.